Yeah. Recording in progress. Wow. Yo. That's a super stereo. I'm like, I can hear myself in my own brain. Hang on. That's a good thing, right? Mm. Like I was some sort of omnipresent brain, yeah, right. not just my normal brain. The hive <laughs> mind. Yeah. Super hive. Hang on. Get rid of this on the screen. Are you goggles on, boy? Special cool glasses, aren't I? Yeah. Not these bad boys. I think I could do them. Naked. Whoa. It's like I've stepped into the future, but I was so only in 1976. And <laughs> some serious goggles. You know, like something like out of Daft fly. Punk. You were Daft Punk. What are they for? Snowboarding? Snowboarding, yeah. They are my... They're for exploring Mars. I can't even remember what these ones are called. Oakley... Snow... Oakley Giant Goggles. Yeah, Oakley Ultra Goggles. These aren't even the really big ones. Oh my God. bigger ones. And like Ultra Matte, like they went through a bit of a fashion of being like the more massive they were, the more fashionable they were. And then they go in the helmet and everything and you've got like this big giant bobblehead. Yeah. Like a mascot head. Massive bobble swede. So there I am. Looking good. I'm not sure I'll keep these on. They're a bit annoying to look through, but give it a while. Give it a well. Why not? See how long you last. We're three minutes yeah. in. Okay, let's try. Let's see how far you get. Yeah, what's going on? I am absolutely smashed. You're bushed. I'm tired. Right, tired. Super so you tired. can't tell how tired I am because of my yeah superfly ugly goggles on. My bug eyes. I'm, I'm all right. So I got back <laughs> at two o'clock this morning. Yeah. Quite a long drive. From the air On repeating the car. Yeah, for three and a half hours. that I played that voice clip to Harrison and he was laughing. And I said that you lost round five. Yeah, again, I lost all the rounds. They only came on once in my journey, but it was on the radio the whole time. Yep. I'll tell you why. Because... On the radio, they had the Salzburg Electro Festival or something like that, which was on at the Salzburg Ring, which is the racetrack mm-hmm. that's local to him. So they had a big festival, first time it's been on since Corona struck down upon the. That's cool. And they had a, a big festival, yeah. So we'll see if everything goes back into lockdown now, or if that yeah success or not. Get a... I assume they had all fully tested everything and passports and all that stuff super spreader event yes i would imagine that was very spready if anything spreading to be done they were that was the one. i'm gonna get that song because i just want i just want to hear it clip so that was cool so i listened to that and then at the very very end it was like almost you know almost the very end of my journey that came on i was like, oh sweet just to finish off very good. I, I overestimated um, how much of a pain everything else would be except for the drive. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I'll just cruise over there. Yeah. Like three and a half hour, hour drive. Drive. 
midnight. But all the other stuff was fine, yeah. And then I got in the van on the way back at like 10.30 or something like that. That's why I arrived yeah. at like two-ish. With a ramen boy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Next time I'll go from Salzburg probably or Munich. Yeah. München. So the, the song that we're talking about, if you couldn't get it from the impression the oh, club version delicious angel voices oh, it's called head and heart and it's by joel corey and m-n-e-k and it goes Uncanny. That's enough of that, otherwise I'll have to pay Hang for on. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to get ejected from YouTube, aren't we? That's cool. YouTube? Well, both. That's a, tune. YouTube. That's a tune, man. Yeah, so that was all right. Trip was all right. And then got up a little bit late because I think I probably didn't get to bed until about three. Oosh. And then I wanted to train this morning, but that turned into midday. And then it was the monster juggernaut one, man. but pretty low intensity stuff. Although bench is pretty good. Bench. I wasn't on my program, 90 for eight, but... Just went off-piste with that one, did you? Let's go off-piste with that one, yeah. Let's do a little bit of a diversion, a little bit of a diversionary tactic. Hit that one. 90 for eight is because you did like 90-something for... What did you do? 93 for... 91 for seven. 91 for seven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Slipped (laughs) a one on there. Yeah. Slip the sneaky one either side, 91 for seven. So that's almost exactly the same, isn't it? And I think that was about all I had in the bank for that. I did, yeah, I did 72.5 for eight, yeah, 77 maybe for eight, and then 80 for eight, and then 90 for eight. Whammied for eight, yeah, and then. Just other miscellaneous stuff after that, some shrugs and rows and stuff. That was cool. Well, that's good. Bullshit. Yeah, just a bit of a bunch of bullshit. And then this afternoon, because my uh, physical performance at CrossFit was so disastrous, I went for a little run jog. Yeah. See if I could up my game a little bit, just a little one. How's that pan out? I always like to think I'm faster than I am. Yeah, and now I'm really not as fast as I thought no, I was. No, I definitely like to think I'm. Fast, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not. Um, but it was all right. There's the 400 meter running tracks just down the down the road, so I popped down there, set the old watch for 20 minutes. I was just looking at triathlon stuff, thing, but I don't want to like completely deviate from what I'm doing because it doesn't make any sense. So I just thought, well, I'll just add a little bit of triathlon type movement, and then I'll be getting prepped for the future. Yeah, I just did twenty minutes, just twenty minutes running at like one. I was going, to, I was trying to keep it below one fifty on the heart rate monitor. I'm not sure how super accurate that, like IR wrist based one is that I've got. Yeah, um, but it turned into more like one sixty, and then some dude ran onto the track in front of me, and then it turned into one seventy, and I was like, good one, good one, because you were trying to okay. keep up with him. Yeah, but he only did one lap, and then he turned off again. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So just fucked your whole um, session. Yeah, so it just ruined the whole thing because I was trying to keep up with him who's doing one lap. And um, did I just did like only three and 3.2 kilometers or something in 20 minutes, just cruise around. That was a start. All right. And my calf feel all right. And my hip feels all right. 
Um, yeah. My trainers, I think I could probably do with some better trainers with a bit more cushion. Just running spikes. Ankles, yeah, some spikes. Just well, you're rip around there. Pretty much a pro like 400 meter runner now, so got to have yeah. all the gear. Why not? Done it once, do it. Go to the Olympics now. Yeah, easy. Sounds all right. Done that tomorrow. Nothing on that front except for deadlift, and then on Tuesday I'll probably go out on my bicycle. Yeah, just keep my heart ticking over. Which bicycle are you going? Road bike or mountain bike? Probably the road bicycle because I broke the YT at the bike park somehow. Oh. I don't know how. I had two stupid little crashes and I think something maybe whacked the um, the derailleur, like the gears. So I need to have a look at that. I think it's bent. That's the cable. Not like you. the cable doesn't pull through. No, it's I'm very out of character to break quite a bike. Normal to just stay on the bike and not break anything. But, you know, these things happen sometimes. Yeah. What can I say? What can I say? This is too pink for me, dude. After. Done. Oh, on the oh, head's yeah. quite cool. You look like a yeah, like um, a fighter pilot. I'm going to call you Goose. Or, or one of those signal dudes. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I don't know what that song was. Yeah. Felt like Top Gun, but then again, it sounded a bit more like Lord of the Rings. It was Top Top Gun ish. They were lowering him down in the old. And so, yeah, broke that bike. I have got my other little Kona, my little green bike. But that one is broken too. So probably the road bike, because my motocross bike broken as well. So that's what happens when you use all your stuff, it all breaks. It's why when I use all my stuff, it all breaks. Yeah. So... Just fair warning to anybody, don't lend Matthew anything with two wheels. I look after people's stuff. Other people's stuff I look after. Yeah. My stuff. It's only me to blame. So. Sure, if mum was here, she'd tell the story about how you used to wheelie your bike around and buckle the shit out of her wheels. Hey. <laughs> I may or may not have hit a person on the pavement on their bike. Yeah. Splat by stuff. Uh. Never mind. That's how I got that scar. Yeah. Splatted the pavement. Dude, it was like a wall. Whacked him about 30 mile an hour, rode into that dude, and he's like, you better get out of it. I was like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> and I tried to hide it, tried to hide the cup from mum and wash it all out in the shower because my face was like covered, covered. covered in claret. Couldn't hide it, obviously, because it was covered in claret. We had to go to the hospital, and then the guy at the hospital missed. With the anaesthetic, so they stitched up the, the old gash Beak. without any anaesthetic. That was Eesh. unpleasant. He was like, "What are you complaining for?" I was like, "Well, I can feel every time the needle goes in." How's that? Uh, I'll give you anaesthetic, yeah, it didn't work. No, thank you. That was good. I think I had that when I chopped my finger. I like remember it being incredibly painful when they stitched it back up. Yeah, it could be. Like it wasn't numb for sure. It hurt from, the it hurt from being four hours of for four freezing hours. cold water. Yeah. yeah. Surprised that finger even survives, to be honest. Frozen finger. The frozen digit. Or the uh, conker as well. That one went on tap as well, didn't it? You skewered your hand with a conker. Yeah. You remember that? Tea towel around it. Skewer back mm -hmm. in the drawer. Yeah, I remember it. Oh, I remember it. 
<laughs> I remember that I remember time it well. when I put a skewer through my hands. I remember the skewer the going through. in there and going like that and then going boop. Ah, there's conger attached to my hand. <laughs> and he pulled it out. Did you pull it out? I can't remember. I think I must have pulled it out. It was only us two there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. So it's coming up to conger season. So if you have... Yeah. If you have children around the age of, I don't know how old it would have been, seven, eight, nine, yeah. something like that. Well, you may be a little bit smaller, maybe, yeah, six or seven. Don't just please supervise them when if they're trying to put conkers on strings. Well, how do you put a conker on a string? Anyway, would you like to hit a nail through it or what? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not it's not going to be something little kids should be doing on their own. I don't think a little drill, drill, skewer, nail. You can't tie the string around the outside of it. That's just kind of losing a game of conkers, isn't it? You're going to no go way. down then. You're not going to have any numbers on your conkers, are you? You vinegar that? the shit out of it, bake it, vinegar it, varnish it. What they used to do? Do all that, didn't they? Soak yeah. it in. I think that's a bit overrated, though. Isn't it? I think if you just had a good one, yeah, like a, even without the vinegaring. And the little ones wrong. were good. Like I used to think like the big ones were good, but the big ones were soft. Yeah, and the big ones explode, don't they, with a good shot yeah. and just... <laughs> There's a little ones you got to look out for. Death Star. Yeah. So you, is, it, is it autumn? Is it autumn that the conkers have come out? Yeah. It's like pumpkin spice latte season. All that kind of stuff. Twenty second of September, end of summer. Is that right? Game over. Summer didn't start did it? here anyway. I didn't see it. If it did, I missed it. Yeah, some hot days then, yeah. Yeah, I saw them out my window of the spare room. Yeah, beautiful. I remember first year when I was working in the garden. Cool. Man, I was tanned. Not so much jacked, jigger. but I was tanned. Maybe tanned. Gravy. Tanned. Gravy colour. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that was good. Couldn't get out in the garden this year and work. Just People don't appreciate it when you're in the garden, in the garden furniture, on a Zoom meeting. You in, you in the garden? Yeah. No, it's a background, mate. Yeah. Put a background on. Put a background on. It's a garden background. There's yeah. loads of that, isn't People put like underground bunkers in there. Yeah. Hear the seagulls walking. They put underground bunker in the background, pretending that they're not in an underground bunker. So I know you're in an underground bunker. What are you doing there? Or some penthouse suite. They tricked me the first couple of times. God damn, what's yeah. this dude live? He's got a, a nice house. Yeah. Nice, nice place, dude. And then you could see like this... Uh, some sort of goblin moving around in the background, kind of like something's moving in the background, like predators moving in the background, like there's a bunch of kids there and the whole thing's upside down. Yeah, and then it, and then the the blurred background glitches and you can just see pants on a fucking clothes horse. Are <laughs> <laughs> you your, your pants? pants. <laughs> I just pop them down. Beautiful pants. <laughs> I, was, I was on Instagram earlier on and I just scrolled through and people are obviously, they're all going out on their... Bank holiday here, isn't it? Tomorrow, so they're all like going out, getting smashed tonight. Out, out. And then so, someone took a, a photo of himself, like getting ready to go out, and just in the bottom right-hand corner, like there was a mirror in the background, and in, in, in the in the in the mirror, I could see a reflection of their ironing board, and below the mirror was just like pants and socks, <laughs> a pile of dirty pants and socks. <laughs> just, just tidy that shit up. That's like when people uh, sell in their house, and then they get photos taken. They don't fucking tidy up. So yeah, this man. house is a shithole. <laughs> photos of it. It's like, oh, that's appealing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can just, just really picture all, all my laundry. shit all over the floor, actually. Yeah, just imagine it. 
Just imagine. Yeah. Just taking me from one paradise to another. Yeah. Scoop me across. Or when they do the picture so you can't actually see the room, but they take it so it's like a corner of a room. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I can really imagine that. Yeah. How that's going to look. How that's going to pan out into the four corners of this beautiful, luxurious room. <laughs> but you know, when... dirty cobwebbed spider corner. When that estate agent took that photo, it's not like they walked into the middle of the room, like, because they try and get the very best shot, or some of the, the good ones anyway, try and make that look mm. the very best it possibly can. And they don't just walk in, like, take a photo. They, like, get as far back into the fucking corner of the room as they can, make it look as big as they can. Gigantic, yeah. And then you actually go to that place, and yeah. it's like, where was the dude standing? Was he standing, like, outside this room? <laughs> like, standing the outside the window? <laughs> With a periscope. Uh... Yeah, there's some magicians in there. Yeah. Real estate game, that's for sure. Yeah. Like I say some stuff, I'm like, hang on a minute. Well, they're also car. Car dealers do it as well, don't they? Like, yeah. Is that the same car? Like, it looks like... It, okay, so here it looks immaculate, and here it looks like you just dragged it out of a swamp in real life. So what happened in between here? Has it been on, on sale for 10 years? In a swamp? Right. Special test techniques. Right. Yep, yep. So... Um, I've got two topics this week. One of them was you actually came over for a visit. If anybody's been paying attention to Instagram. Can I have a pop like everybody else does when I come over to visit? Why do you leave it so long? (laughs) Well, there was a fucking pandemic. (laughs) Oh, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, That was was cool. So that was was good. Good week. A lot of training. I was totting up the training. And in, in four actual complete days, sorry, three actual complete days, we trained four times. That's pretty good. We did, because we did a morning in the box day. and an evening yeah. at home, didn't we? And then that- we did a morning in the box when I was went off program again, didn't I? Steered yeah. hard right off my program. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to go and do my program. Oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, I did it. And they got smashed. Yeah. Pair smashing. And then... And then we trained in the box on Friday, didn't we? Yeah, because you did the thing that you were meant to do on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday. And now I've got to do the other thing I was meant to do tomorrow, which is the start of the next week. But there we go. Yeah. Was full deadlifter. I finished. I finished. Yeah, I did overhead press today. Nothing particularly exciting. I think I actually only got... I've written down five reps, but I think I got six. Broken record, your overhead press, I do. You won't listen to me on this one, will you? Put, put the numbers down. Put them more volume in. More volume. Numbers down, volume. More volume with less yeah. weight. I do quite a bit of overhead stuff, generally. Maybe that's the other problem. Too much. Less volume. <laughs> less volume. You either need to do more yeah. volume or less volume. Or less volume with more weight or less weight. Yeah. Okay. About more <laughs> volume with more weight, yeah, that also works. Yeah. Less volume with less, if weight. you can recover, it's good. Yeah, so I'm a day well, I'm not a day behind. I just had I just had a rest, a rest day yesterday rather than today, but it feels like it feels like I'm coming into the week behind because I should have got coming in wrapped up. Mm, I'm going in behind, yeah. I will finish tomorrow, and then I'll do my deload week. And I, it won't let me look at what it is yet. 
into the future you can see the current stuff like i can see the next day but i can't see into the next week once you start a week then you can see all the yeah. stuff in the week apart from when you don't sleep and then you tell it like yeah i slept two hours last night and it goes okay change, 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 change. no 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 this is i haven't had one where i've managed to put over eight hours i don't know what happens then maybe you get like a million sets it gives me 10 million sets when I only sleep six. So. Can you hear some buzzing in the background? Not me. I can hear some. I don't know. I can hear a lot. And if this microphone picks up a lot of background stuff. I don't think it actually translates through to the recording, but I often That's hear good. like stuff whipping about. Whipping about. Whipping about. So now oh, you've done they... the, um, now you've done the jaunt over. Was it worth the corona ring and the, testing and all the all the yeah, just that went it. along with it i just wrote a little review of it actually it was easier than i thought which was good and i could do it a lot cheaper now that i understand what the system is and what they actually need because i, I paid for like a pcr test this side and i think you can use the free pcr test i think that the council offer which would be okay that mm -hmm. saves like 90 euros something and then we'd probably get a different day two test as well. Just, uh, well, whatever the cheapest one is that they send you, because I guess it's all the same. Isn't it? Like they send that one to, to you from Boots, but you get any other company to send one to you as well. So yeah. Do that. Bring the old cost down a little bit. Yeah. And then I'd try and go from one of the closer airports as well, because that three-hour drive was, it was okay. The drives are right. It's super easy. It's all just motorway drive, but it takes a long time. Not layer nine. And it's, not it's layer like, nine. It's not so bad. Mm, it's all right. He's okay. okay. Just cruised over, but it's just long, isn't it? Three hours, man. That was yeah. like then the day I left at one, left on the train at one from Thetford and got here yeah, at two. So it's like 13 hours for a two hour flight. Mm He's -hmm. a little bit over the top, isn't it? Like I think going from Barcelona, it'd be like half an hour to the airport, two hours on the plane, and then half an hour the other side to get out and then another hour and that's it yeah like five hour trip compared to a 12 hour trip it's quite a big deal yeah. so i'll see if they where they go to in salzburg maybe i think they fly direct to the uk but they fly to like heathrow or gatwick but i think you still get quite a fast train out of heathrow to maybe norwich or somewhere yeah because that worked all right the train bit works okay because that's pretty fast pretty easy but that was a couple of hours on the train. It was like a couple of hours on the train. Then a couple of hours at the airport. Then you have to leave a bunch of room as well, don't you, for the train in case the train breaks down. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, it was okay. It was good. What? So I'll see one of these other options. Maybe go from Germany. But Germany's, the airport in Germany is like two hours as well. Okay. To get there. So Salzburg would be good because that's like 30 minutes. That'd be my preference. Mum is talking about she's uh, looking at coming over when all is when all is settled with Corona stuff. Yeah, okay. that'd be cool. I think if they're like you sleep double, yeah, why not? Got a sofa, got bed. I think if they're double vaccinated, then it's only like it's on the way back. You don't need anything on the way back. You just have your um, vaccination, like your EU certificate, and yeah. get on the plane, and that's it. So that was really cool. Because on the on the way out, then I had to 
sorry, the, the other test and the vaccination thing and the day two test and all that stuff and do the passenger locator form, but on the way back, super easy. And then hopefully it turns into that in both directions and then you haven't got to really do anything. And then it's all back to, back to normal. The mask on the plane's a little bit grim. Yeah, two hours. And then with a mask on, or the whole trip basically, with a mask when you're on the, on the train, on the plane, in the airport. But it's okay. Test. So it's the it's the it's coming into the UK that is the pain in the ass, is it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's like basically going back. You just wave to, a bit of paper at people and then away. Yeah, go. on even going into the UK, you're waving a bit of paper. It's just like four bits of paper instead of one, and like it's super fast on the way back out of the UK because mm -hmm. they just check your um, like EU certificate in the queue, give you a little slip, and that's it. Nothing else. I don't check anywhere else. You still because I thought you had to go to the check-in. Um, to like check all the paperwork and stuff. So I thought everybody had to go to check-in because Colin said when he's flying, he couldn't do an online check-in. But I did online check-in and then I was like standing in the queue. It's a huge queue, man, because everyone's like, they've changed the rules on Ryanair now with bags. So you can only take a really small bag on the flight if you're like mm -hmm. non-priority and then priority gets two bags and then there's like obviously check-in bags. I thought, man, I've got to wait in this queue. And there was only like five desks open and the queue was gigantic. I had like an hour and a half. I was thinking I'm going to probably be in this queue for an hour and a half. So I thought, oh, I'll go and risk it and see if I can just go through and hopefully I don't need to show them my paperwork because you can upload all your documents to the Ryanair website before and then it shows on the boarding pass that you've uploaded stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think then they just go and upload stuff. Okay. It basically is all your responsibility now. So in Austria, they wouldn't let, um, look like a, maybe like a Taiwanese or a Chinese guy onto the plane because he didn't have an EU passport and he didn't have double vaccination and he didn't have any like letter or anything to say why he was going to Austria. So he, I'm not sure if he got on the plane in the end or not. Um, so he got to the gate and then found out that maybe he couldn't, he couldn't go and it's all your responsibility basically. So if they let him on the plane, what would happen is he'd let him on the plane and he gets to the other side and they'd have been like, okay, where's your work contract or whatever it is, whatever you're coming for. And they'd, he'd have been like, I haven't got one. They'd be like, okay, stay there then, mate. And that would have been the end of his trip. So he was in a bit of a state because um, they basically put it all on you, basically just that little check at the gate and otherwise you're getting on. And then when you get that other side, you have to have everything or they don't let you in. So yeah, it's okay. Is, is much easier than I thought in the end. I, I thought they would be checking more detail on the test and stuff like that, but they haven't got time. So I think as long as you've got a PCR test, like the more accurate test yeah. that you want, and if you've got vaccination, then... Make it easy. Cool. Make yeah, it easy, so now it. I just need to find a close airport, an easy airport, because, well, the parking was a bit expensive there as well. Mm -hmm. there. But it was like, go on the train, the train's like 60 euros each way, or drive and park, and then I haven't got to worry about the train breaking down and all that stuff so like, got to think about trains see. breaking down well i went on one once and it broke down on the way that's to the why. airport that's yeah. why so, yeah yeah so that's why i have a, a phobia about that so i went yeah. super early with the train but yeah it's easier than i thought that's cool so that's cool so now i just need to get a closer one and make it a bit cheaper to go I might try the Spanish one. I think that's probably even easier. So I think there you don't need anything apart from the um, EU certificate. That's it. No problem. What do you mean going to try the Spanish one? Like go to Just Spanish do a trip airport? to Spain. Oh, a yeah, trip, to, a trip to, Spain. to Spain. Yeah, gotcha. Just do a trip to Spain. Yeah. Well, you meant you're going to drive to Spain to get the plane from Spain. <laughs> it's a two-day drive. It's a two-day drive. It's like 1,500 kilometers or something like that. 
up pass. And uh, one of the ways you have to go through Switzerland, they're a bit grouchy in Switzerland. So then you have to go all the way over the top around to Germany and down. That's a long, long drive. It doesn't look that far, but it takes a long time. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot, a lot less scary without the uh, Romanian knife-wielding gypsy drivers. Yeah, that, that wasn't ideal. <laughs> not my favourite trip, no. Not ideal. So we will just drive myself next time. Okay. Yeah. That was just a story for another day. Yeah, we'll come back to what that. What else have I done? Did you know, do you see any of the Jake Paul stuff? Jake Paul and Ben Askren stuff? Uh, no. I am so, yeah. aware Jake Paul is their YouTuber turned boxer. Mm -hmm. So he knocked out, there was a big fuss about him fighting Ben Askren a little while ago. Oh, yeah, didn't Ben like sort of turn up and he was like, well, whatever, I'm just here to see if I can get paid and just do whatever. Did he just Basically not earn like a million? And a million dollars to get knocked out basically yeah. in a couple of punches. Didn't yeah. really train or anything. I think, but I think people were expecting to do well. Is this recently, recently, or is this a little that was while? a while ago? Yeah, yeah, because I, I remember. But what's happened since? Mm -hmm. uh, I watched the Sivan, um, Josh, Josh Bridges and Matt uh, Fraser podcast, and they talk, spoke about that a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I have they basically said he just wasn't in very good shape and he just basically turned up to get paid. Yeah, well, he's not a striker, basically. I think he was quite clever. And he thought he could go in there and basically he could get hit by this guy who's not really like a super high-level boxer, although he's good. Like, he's, he's quite good. He's been training, yeah. Yeah, he's been training. You can see he's been training. He's into it. He's putting the time in. So, yeah, he's not a super pro-level boxer, but he'd take care of your man on the street, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So, to then put that guy away as well was pretty good but his um, training partner Ben Askren is Tyrone Woodley have you heard of Tyrone Woodley mm -hmm. from your have you yeah he was in your MMA sphere when you're following closely he's now fighting Tyrone Woodley who was a bit of a different story to Ben Askren because Ben Askren's not a striker he's just a straight wrestler yeah but Tyrone Woodley was like multiple time welterweight champion I think and they're going to fight today and today. apparently uh, yeah Jake Paul said something about his mum He's probably going to be in trouble. <laughs> so who else has this guy fought? Did is there has has he fought Mayweather or is he going to fight Mayweather? Because I know no, like that Mayweather was that was his brother Logan Paul. Logan Mayweather. Paul. Yep. Gotcha. So there's two YouTube brothers. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, his brother fought Mayweather. Mm -hmm. and I think they called it an exhibition fight. But actually, he put up on a quite a good display against Mayweather. Yeah, basically. It's amazing, really. It's all about that. They're doing a crazy job of making a lot of money. Now, it's like an incredible job. Yeah. Um, but the, the Logan Paul Mayweather one, I think, made a lot of money. And I'm not sure about these um, Jake Paul Askren and Jake Paul Tyrone Woodley, but this will be interesting to see what he does with Tyrone Woodley because Tyrone Woodley's pretty high level striker like he's a he's a like an all-round mma guy wrestling and, and striking and obviously jake ball is more straight boxing but i'll be interested i think that's something like so the, the other um fights or that is in my brain is um eddie hall was going to fight for julius bjornson wasn't he but mm -hmm. then yeah. eddie hall got a torn bicep did you see that I didn't see it. I was, I was reading about detached it. Detached bicep. cancelled. Detached bicep. Yeah, so I think it was detached bicep. So he was, Eddie Hall was um, trained. They're both obviously training like the 
balls off and you see the difference mm. in Thor is just like That's unbelievable. And, uh, and there's a, a video of Eddie sparring and he threw like a, a, a jab or a something with his left arm. And then all of a sudden he's like, ow. And then he, I think he, I think he like went live when he was having his bicep reattached. Oh, like, yeah. so he did the video of the, cause everyone was like, oh, you're just a pussy. You're just pulling oh, right. out cause of this, this and that. And he's like, motherfucker, oh, wow. like my bicep <laughs> <laughs> came oh, my off. God. So oh, um, that's crazy. There's, there's, that other, there's some other footage of him then like just rehabbing it. So he's coming back and rehabbing it, but he's obviously it's September. I think that this fight is happening, and there was talk of Thor was going to fight um, Marius Pudzianowski. Okay, which would have been Be cool, even though the guy's like, how old? Is, how old is he? Because he's still like he's still like forty plus now. Yeah, he was like twenty mid twenties, wasn't he, when he was competing in strongman? But that was twenty. And then years he did ago. MMA, right? Yeah, he did MMA with uh, M1 Global, yeah. I think. Uh, so, was not a very high level, you know, no, like he's strong, obviously, but yeah, skill wise, not the greatest. I'm going to, but um, that's a long time in the bank. If he's just been training and doing that stuff, then uh, like for, for half door as well, then probably some catching up to do there. If, uh, so he's, he's now fighting a chap called Devon Larratt. L A double R A double T. Okay. Uh, who I he's believe. Is that a powerlifter or something? He's an arm wrestler. Jiu-jitsu guy. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, arm wrestler. So he's fighting this guy, Devin Larratt, or Dev Larratt on Instagram. Um, but on the undercard is uh, Jacob Hepner versus Josh Bridges. So two. No way. Crossfitters. Yeah, and Josh Bridges is like you, like he's well is up he, for it. He's, he's an ex Marine as well, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he and then the Navy SEAL, I shouldn't get that wrong. He was a SEAL, yeah, okay. And um, Hepner is what? So, Jacob Hepner is also uh, he was a CrossFit Games competitor and he now yeah. does like the tactical games. So, he's quite um, he's quite well known on YouTube because he's quite a good like he's a good personality and mm-hmm. um, he's got a good following on YouTube, but he's yeah, he does the ta- he's like been competing in tactical games. So he stopped, he's retired from CrossFit, but he does so tactical games is like um they do shooting and then like they like as fitness as well. So they're like run with mm-hmm. their guns and they have to get a certain accuracy on shots mm-hmm. and go to another place and do certain stuff with all their kit on. And it's like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's pretty is cool he, actually. Is he ex-military? Or? I don't think so. I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't believe he is. That could be an interesting night for him then. Yeah, but they're both they've both been training. They're both, you know, super fit. Yeah, but there's a difference between being super fit and being a Navy SEAL yeah. and not being a Navy SEAL. Because <laughs> they're trained in like hand-to-hand combat, aren't they? As well. And then on the card also is Avril Mathy, who I don't know who she is, so apologies to her. But Steffi Cohen is fighting her. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. She's been training hard and she's been training yeah. with um, uh, Jake Bostwick, who is amazing that he's fighting still because I went to see him fight in the Troxy in 2004, something like that, yeah. um, on a cage, cage warriors contenders. Was it? What was the one? Cage rage, sorry. 
age, age rage contenders and originally like old school stuff and he was fighting there and then i just came across him the other day via a post that i was looking at with steffi cohen because they were training together mm-hmm. and now he's in the states doing the bkfc stuff isn't he the bare knuckle uh, fight championship stuff and he just fought the guy he was on one of the ultimate fighters the the just let me bang bro guy did you see that series of ultimate fighter when the guy's going like just let me bang bro I just want to bang and uh, he fought uh, jake bostick that was a fucking jake great bostick. show it's crazy. Just stick a load of, still on this. Stick, yeah, stick a load of amateur MMA fighters in the same house <laughs> and just let them. It's like Big Brother, but fucking good. Wow. Big Brother, but like literally on steroids. That's crazy. I've got the. Then you've got like Matt Sarah, just like kicking it like the coaches <laughs> always fight and like yeah. they're ripping doors off the fucking hinges and stuff. It's amazing. Amazing. I've got the, the first one on DVD box set. Is that the one with the guy who had the like the grenade tattoo? What what was his name? War Machine. Something like that. I'm sure one of those guys died. I don't think War Machine died. Yeah, he's in prison. Yeah, one of the two. So something bad (laughs) happens. I mean, something bad probably happens to a lot of those guys. Like they're wired up different now. Yeah. Chris Lieben was in the first one. Chris Lieben, Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner. uh, Yeah, that was it. Forrest Griffin and Stephen Bonner in the. Final, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. And they just Ken absolutely as well. like stood up and just banged for like 10, yeah. like a minute straight. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, they changed. Apparently, that like night basically changed MMA forever, basically. That, like, cool. that, that season finale of that. Because it was then on uh, Spike TV. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like the ratings just went completely insane when they were, because they put on pretty awesome fight. And it just went nuts after that, apparently. They did all sorts of series, didn't they? Those, but I've only got that one, that very first one on DVD, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, old school. Yeah, pretty sick. I'm watching that. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I don't know fighter. <laughs> Coming yeah, so up next. Tomorrow. Coming up next. Said Tyron Woodley, Jake Paul would be cool. If I think, yeah, I'm going to see Tyron. That's all. That'd be cool. A little bit. More interested in that one than the Jake Paul Ben Askren one because Tyron Woodley has got some hand. Boy. He's I can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> a savage, savage like fire down. Up and down like a yo-yo again. Yo yizzle. So yesterday I went to the Suffolk Games in Suffolk. <laughs> Where in Suffolk? in Trinity Park in Ipswich. And the Suffolk Games is a like a functional fitness competition. Um, and it was a team's event. Not a CrossFit competition. I don't think they can call it CrossFit. <laughs> I don't think they can put that on there. It's not affiliated. There wasn't a barbell anywhere, and there wasn't any clubs involved. So. It's more like... I like um, the idea. Yeah, it's more like... Uh, you don't need those skills to compete. So you don't need to be able to do like, obviously with CrossFit, there's like skill levels, aren't there? Like handstand mm-hmm. push-ups, handstand walks, pull-ups, butterfly pull-ups, muscle-ups, all that kind of stuff that goes along with it. But this is more like, um, well, it was a team event. So you had to work as a, work as a team, obviously. But it's things like, um, oh crap, I can't even remember what they even did now. Like dragon, Still some sort of tire pull. Yeah, thing. dragon tires, um, um, synchro kettlebell swings. Barrels, yeah, and um, stuff. 
jerry can deadlifts carries you know all that kind of stuff like thrusters with plates and things like that so it was like outdoors and it rained a lot and people were doing it in the rain which was crazy like dead, dead ball um dead ball cleans and stuff and yeah it was it was really really good we had three teams competing from uh the box i go to so three teams from crossfit great yarmouth and i did which the, was the other team so, so the last the team, team who he did, dies he dies so we had if he dies he dies which was olga darren tanya and uh matt and then we had um crossfit gy which was or gy crossfit or cf great yarmouth i can't remember what they called it but it was imagination was running dry when they named their team i think they just panicked which was chris sutty yasmin and daisy mm-hmm. and then the third team which was like cfgy 2.0 was uh, luke luke who does um primitive mm-hmm. athletic, athletic and uh, sweeney sports performance um, so it's him, Jacob, who's uh, who's a really good uh, all-round CrossFit dude, and Jen and Gemma, one of the Gemmas who goes there, and they they came ninth out of seventy-something people that team. So that's pretty good. And Yasmin's team came sixteenth, no, out of seventy. I think that was August team. Was so if he dies, he dies. Team sixteenth, and then Chris, Yasmin, Sunny, and Daisy, something like 29th. So everybody was in like the top pretty good half for for the competition. But yeah, there, I mean, there was. That's, I was talking to a chap who I haven't seen in about seventeen years. He was there. He used to work with, and he was saying, "Oh, like, do you would you fancy doing this competition?" And I was like, "Yeah, I quite would, but I'm like, I'm rehabbing an injury." And I think it would probably be like a mistake right now for me to do a competition because I'll just get carried away. And in the moment, you think it's really fucking important. But I was on the sidelines spectating this event and there was a guy right in front of me trying to do tire flips and deadlift carries with uh, jerry cans and dead balls and stuff. And the guy was fucking limping. Like he was hobbling along and grimacing. And no disrespect to the guy, he's not going to win that competition. Like he had, he mm-hmm. turned up not being able to win that competition. Yeah. Like the, he went there for fun, but he was literally, his fucking leg was fucked. Like you could see the pain in his face trying to do it. And I just thought somebody needs to tag that motherfucker out, like tag yeah, him out. out yeah. He cannot see good. how yeah. unimportant that is. Yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things to finish that. But I like, in my mind, that would be me. I would be yeah, like, yeah, my, knee, sure. my knee really, really hurts. Yeah. I've signed up for this. I'm going to finish it. Yeah, I'm going to send it. <laughs> it's just like, oh send my God. Like, I was like, oh my God, that dude. And every time he like came past, because I was like there, and I was just like, oh no. Oh my it's God, like, I can look. Should have given the like, some, some guy like got carried off by the paramedics, like limping along at the on the first event. There was some woman at the end who was being tended to by like a medic. Like, I was like, man, like I'm, like, I know like accidents happen. And everybody wants to do their best and everybody doesn't, nobody wants to let anybody down. And, you know, you want to say you put in the best effort that you can, but that's just not worth it. Uh, It's a fine line, isn't it? That's the problem. And when you are competitive and the old cables touch, that's the problem. But if you can recognize that the cables touch 
then you're in quite a good place, aren't you? Because you can wait until you're fit and yeah. do it then. The problem is if you can't and you get basically like not not bullied into it, but like mm-hmm. talked into it, you no, know, to to save face, and then yeah, you could put yourself out of the out of training for another six months or something, can you? That's the problem. To not Maybe. let somebody down, it's better off just to not not go. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you can, your pride will take it. Is the thing, isn't it? I want it. I, it does make me want to do one. Like I do want to mm-hmm. like do a competition because it, like watching it was a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. then obviously like you More get that. It, yeah, you get that buzz and you get that like sense of achievement, don't you? When you when you're yeah. doing stuff, no, it's like super cool to do a competition, but it doesn't make sense to go and hurt yourself. So if you're yeah. already hurt, it makes no sense to go and do a competition yeah. where you're gonna potentially hurt yourself more or not do your best you know, it's yeah. different if it's a niggly thing or i don't know something you can work around but when it's a, a knee you know what i mean you've got like a broken finger or something like that all right work it out but with a messed up knee you need <laughs> your finger, knees to finger that you yeah. smash with a kettlebell well yeah that if you just had that you could do it couldn't you? yeah it still hurts but still got a lump with in. a messed up with a messed up knee no, yeah so that was that was really cool um and that's that's actually like the first like functional fitness competition <laughs> that I've attended as a spectator, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. We had there loads of people, loads of support come down, and there was loads. Of, there was like say like seventy odd teams, but I think it's one of those things that you wouldn't go there unless you knew someone that was competing in it. Like there wasn't that many people there. There was enough people for it to be a good atmosphere. And then okay. like a DJ and some, you know, like that a food stall and a little coffee van and a, like a little pizza truck and ice cream van and stuff turned up. Um, but it's not like something like you go, oh, if you if you're not into it, mm-hmm. you probably like you would have to be part of a gym that had a team competing. You'd like that's probably like the people that went there. I don't think there was just like yeah. pure spectators there. I think it's interesting that, isn't it? Because you think that CrossFit as a sport has really taken off. But it's still really quite niche, isn't it? Because you mm-hmm. don't have a following like uh, a football team has a following or like a town is going to support a gym mm-hmm. or anything like that yet, do you? Or like the Olympics, for example, is all a bunch of different sports that maybe you don't, you know, you're not really that familiar with the sport or you don't play the sport, whatever, but you'll still watch. But there's not that level of association, is there, yet with athletes or teams mm-hmm. or anything that you would go and watch your guys at the CrossFit Games, even though it's like this real yeah, and you uh, think fast-growing sport. And you think it's more widely known because mm-hmm. you know about it and you look yes. at it and you know that it's like um, talking to some of the people at the box. They're like, oh, that's so-and-so from so-and-so place. And oh, this mm-hmm. is thingy from there. And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Like it doesn't matter. Like, so you could say that's Jimmy Joe from Jimmy Joe's gym. Like it's a big deal. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Jimmy Joe's street. Yeah. I don't know who these people are. Um, yeah. But yeah, like they're, but they're, but to them, they're more, they're like they're they're more in it because they know more of the people and they're like mm-hmm. trained at these other places. So they're like, oh, so and so from there. And I'm like, oh, oh, man. you so- don't get that sort of thing in maybe you do. I just think, do you get that sort of thing in football? I never really played football. I guess they do know who the good players are. I don't know, even if you're on like league level, mm-hmm. just thinking of comparing it to other sports or MMA or something like that. Then you have that. Don't you? Like, they yeah. know who the guys are from the gyms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of comparable. Isn't it? But yeah, it's interesting that. Because you see it all the time, don't you, on your social media or whatever you're looking at on the internet, it's popping up and adverts for this and that. You think it's really exploded. Yeah. But like I said yeah. the other day when I when I got on the ground in the UK and I was like, oh, it's like depending on where you go, 
you see like concentrations of people who look like they train and stuff like that. And I was looking around this queue like, I was expecting to see more people that look like they mm. train because I thought this had exploded in like the two years that I'd been away. But everyone just still looked kind of normal. No. There was a lot of lumps at the Suffolk Games yesterday. There was a lot of yeah. lumps walking around. I was like, man, these must be train. some serious teams there if um, Luke come ninth. Yeah. Yeah, bad boys. Well, how close was it at the top? I don't know. I didn't really keep an eye on the leaderboard. I was just sort of in it for the fist bumps. Top ten's pretty cool. Yeah, and they had. I mean, the amount of food being consumed was insane. There was a lot of Haribo going around. Yeah, there's a lot what of that. food truck. Do they have? That's important. They had. They had a place. A little tent called War. War I want to say Warks Kitchen. W A R K S Kitchen. And they had things, um, they had these really good protein balls. And I was asking this woman, like, is this low sugar? Like these protein balls, because they were like, I don't know, size of a house, like a lacrosse ball size, like not big as a tennis ball, but like a good mm-hmm. size. Bigger than a had... squash ball, smaller than a tennis ball. Yeah. In between those two. And they had like white chocolate and strawberry ones, caramel ones, peanut butter ones. And they were like, um, quid each or something something like that and i was like and i wanted some because they looked good and everyone was raving about them so i was like, right, i'm gonna get some and i said oh are these low sugar and she said well i know that there's four grams of fat like per ball and i was like that doesn't mean anything to me like i like i'm all in on the fat just matter. give me yeah, give me all the matter. fat give it me. could be 100 grams of fat it could be 100 yeah. percent fat I mean, like, yeah. what's, what's the sugar content and she said well i make it with a low sugar protein spread I was like, mm, that's not really helping me because I don't know what else you put in there. But she seemed mm-hmm. legit and she she looked like she was in good shape. So I thought, well, if she's that's making them for people at a competition, which is all about fitness, and she's saying it's low sugar spread. And that's that's pretty good. And, and she showed me the whey protein that she uses in them and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had some of that. And then I had some chicken pesto pasta as well. And she had like chickpea and mozzarella or chickpea and feta or something like that. But it was like, there's some good good food there they also had this wood-fired pizza truck which people were noshing into but wasn't uh, too game on the pizza truck the coffee van did not stop all day dude was flat <laughs> out all day but i bet dude was slow huh. there was five people ahead of me in the queue when i went to get a coffee and i was in that queue for 25 minutes wow why so slow but i wanted a coffee so we had this um he had this espresso machine. So his machine was like a, a gas burning one with like a manual pressure pump and it had two um, porter heads on it. And porter heads, is that the right word? I don't know, dude. It's all just anyway, two, two things that you make the espresso out of. I lost the plot. I'm tired, man. And, um, <laughs> and, it's the same machine that the guy at Florenco's near Mums had, and he said that he couldn't keep up, like it couldn't make hot water quick enough. So he had to upgrade for the demand, and this guy had that machine. So I think it was just quite slow. machine. But he was there from 7, 7 a.m. till 7 p.m., and he, and he literally he didn't stop like the whole day. When mm-hmm. I was leaving, I saw him like bagging up, and I said, have you had your break yet? And he went, this is it. But yeah, but he must have cleaned up. Cleaned 7 a.m. till well, you say that, but 7 a.m. till 7 p.m. And he's only doing five, he's doing a coffee every five minutes. 
So that's 12 an hour times 12 is 144 coffees. Yeah. It's not a lot of coffee in a day, is it? Maths isn't that 44 coffees times. He might have got faster. He might have had a particularly it's made like 300 quid stressful, stressful 25 Five minutes, minutes <laughs> when I was there. If the machine's slow, then yeah, you're kind of in trouble, aren't you? I'd have cracked the old kettle on and got the Nest Cafe out. Yeah, there you go, boys. Not even the Nest Cafe, you would, way, the, you would have got the Al Cafe from Lidl. <laughs> the special the Al yeah. Cafe special, but they could have done. Yeah, for cool. They could have done with a another like coffee or coffee van, but those those all cool. It was called Good Vibes Coffee, and it was an old. Um, it was like an old work van. Let's see if I can find it. I'm not very good with vans. Van makes some models, even though I'm. All I see now is transporters. Yeah, transporters all around. But it was a cool setup. It had like the wood paneling in it, and the coffee was good. It's like from Honduras. And everyone said, did you go to Honduras to get that? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously <Why> not. not. <laughs> um, you go to Honduras to get that. See if I can find that sort of. Sort of that looks like an old, I want to say an old Ford Transit, but the front isn't right. It is a Peugeot. Oh, transport. Oh, okay. Um, oh, God. Maybe. No, bad boy. That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Like that. That's cool. But a slow coffee machine. That's no good, is it? That's it. That's it. Because so you wait 25 minutes, man. That's not. That's and not, then I, I went to a, back to Barista Boy, where we went up on the seafront. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about it. I said, Oh, maybe we could have done with you. Could have done with you yesterday. Suffer games. And he went, Because mm. I think his his partner or wife goes to. Uh, CrossFit Great Yarmouth so we started chatting a little bit about that okay and I said yeah this dude like good coffee but the dude was slow so we could have done with you and he said yeah this machine apparently can do did he say like 400 something like he said like 400 coffees an hour or something like that like the machine is capable of doing 400 coffees an hour and I said so that's just you have got to keep up with it then he said yeah it's like that can go and go all day coffees an hour what he said I, I mean he said definitely said the words 400 maybe he said 400 a day but it seemed like a lot he said he, a lot. he, he said there was yeah he would have had no problems wow That's I think I might coffee. have been able to turn it around with my sage barista express a bit quicker than that yeah but quicker than that, coffee dude yeah I'm just have to keep topping up the slow. water tank at the back yeah but that was cool but they did really well that was cool atmosphere and I enjoyed it Super cool. And next Sounds weekend good. is the European Champions Championships in Colchester. I'm not sure about the 400 now, dude. No, it's on the like six a minute. Yeah, probably not. Maybe it's 400 a day. Still a lot of coffee. Yeah. Listen, don't do not let facts get in the way of a good story. <laughs> get okay. a good story. <laughs> and uh, so it's tech this week. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. You going to that bad boy? I am going to go. Yeah, I'm not going to go for the whole that, thing. But I'm going to go for a, a day, hopefully. That's a big one, though, isn't it? That's like a that's a proper one. monster indoor one, no? With the that's mega proper, rigs and everything. that's a CrossFit one. That's a proper functional CrossFit fitness affiliated fitness. thing. It's still functional fitness, isn't it? I don't unless unless it's, like it's a CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah, unless it is a CrossFit like 
competition. I don't think they can call it CrossFit. I think they have to like pay a lot of money to just be able to call it CrossFit. Yes, that is probably true. Because it's a brand. Isn't it? Everyone knows what it is now. Yeah. It is a brand. So maybe if you're affiliated, maybe if your gym was affiliated, then you can call it. Oh, there's something weird about it though, isn't there? Yeah, I can't remember what it is now. Well, I was reading like the level one book and it explains yeah. about you can call it. It's like a pyramid a scheme. Class cross with a like cross with the mafia, crossed with racketeering, crossed with the globo gym. Some tomfoolery. Yeah. I think there's a Actually lot of- pretty cool when a type of exercise is called your brand name, isn't it? It's like a hoover. Yeah. A vacuum cleaner being called a hoover, isn't it? Or yep. a brown carbonated beverage that tastes of sugar being called a Coke. Coke. Yeah. You've won then, haven't you? Got it. You are the winner. You got that moat, baby. That is Motor the moat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, their moat's a bit weird, isn't it? Now I think their moat is shrinking. Yeah. I think. You don't um, need it to be cross anymore, dear. No. So yeah, that's that's my topics. I'm coming into threes mm. week, which is nice. So I'll see what the program's looking like. See if I can fit that all in. Back to work on Tuesday. I've had a week off. No wonder I'm tired. <laughs> You're fucking yeah. tired, Jesus. I'm tired, dude. Yeah. Two o'clock. <laughs> Two o'clock <laughs> tomorrow. Suppressed yawn. <laughs> tomorrow I've got to try and do some sort of monster deadlift. I'm going to try. I've, oh, man, no I've got to get some sleep. I've got to sleep. I'm, I'm even, I'm trying to get onto like the later class tomorrow because like I'm just, I'm battered. I'm a bit battered. I've got an idea for my deadlift tomorrow, but I think Still I might have overcooked it in my mind already. Yeah. My deadlift 160 for six. Yeah, I got 158 for eight. So oh god. So I need to be 160 for eight. Then I just I'm just not capable of that at the moment, is the problem. I do not have the strength to be giving you a nudge there right now. No. So like that 140 for six that I pulled in the week was a little bit grunchy but i didn't have a belt on and that makes a big difference for me yeah when i put the belt on and all of a sudden like beep, 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 beep. So yeah me too i've got my uh warm-ups planned so we'll see we get into full send mode when are you doing it in the first thing in the, tomorrow morning mm. i haven't got any breakfast either got no food what I have to make something. Get a fucking can of monster on and go. Slam. Really? I've got a little bit of sneaky, like, turn into a hard block of pre workout that I can crumble. It looks like an oxo cube. I could crumble into a. Should have taken my uh, almond butter brick back with you. My bucket of almond butter cement. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. So, we'll keep chipping away at that. I'm pretty happy with that. No, that's good. And the next one is another hypertrophy one, like I said. And actually, the strength one is in reverse. Like the hypertrophy ones ramp up uh, in volume. Mm-hmm. And then the strength one starts ramp up in volume. Yeah, ramp up in volume, but I've come down from the first two. And then this strength block I'm going into starts at the lowest of the end of all the hypertrophy blocks and then goes down. And then the peaking one goes like up to and then goes down. So. 
I'm like, I'm still three months away. It looks like it's not very long in that, but it's still like three months away from being finished. So. Yeah. Oh, and then it'll be Christmas. Yeah. Let's we'll see if we can make it through Christmas this time. That'll be good. Get through that. I'm feeling all right. We might Finish be it on up. target for my, how far am I for my birthday? Still six weeks. Isn't it? Basically, the first of September now, isn't it? Seven weeks. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. How many Eight. weeks in September? I don't seven, know and, seven and a bit, I reckon. Seven to eight, somewhere around that. I'll be in the strength block. Just trying. I might be all right with the bench. I was thinking I would like to get ticked off like my strongest ever's for my birthday, but I'm not sure yeah. if that's going to happen. But the 90 for eight ever. is worth a few. The 90 for eight is worth a few. That's worth about 120, something like that on the bench. Yeah. The squat's going to be a problem, though, probably as well, and the deadlifts. So let's see. I'll just keep chipping away at it. Yeah, maybe <clears> make, it, make it for your 41st. Or the end of the year. Yeah. I think it's just a little bit too compressed. New Year's Eve. The hip. One rep yeah. max party. Good work. Yeah, I'll have to make a note for New Year's Eve in October. I think because I could come back for my birthday and then we could do it mm-hmm. in, uh, in the garage or in the box. And then at least I won't splat myself on my own. That's true. Just splat yourself with someone else. Yeah. Well, at least you can de-splat me. Yeah. I'll try and pick the barbell. Maybe. Well, you can't actually. Place. You can. You just can't spot me in your rack. Can you? No, you I'd de-splat me on the squat. I'd pull it out. I mean, it won't take long. You got a nudge out. Yeah. Take the weights off. Shifty, shifty. That would be a one twenty-seven point five bench. Or just move the bench forward. Yeah. Because I only I yeah. only do it in there also because true. of the yeah, catch yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the catch I just yeah. You can put it on the wiggle front, the bench it? forward. Put it on the front. I think I was it'd be like a one twenty one point five bench two hundred five by three deadlift. So anything over that would be. So if it's a two hundred seven point five deadlift, that's quite a lot of deadlift, isn't it? And then a one seventy. I've got a funny feeling my squat was like one seventy two or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. So, yeah, get it. It's not anything extraordinary though anymore, is it? That bench yeah. is probably the weirdest one, to be honest. At that sort of weight, deadlift and squat, not so much. Well, all the very best of luck with that. Yeah. In the morning, we'll see what we get tomorrow. See if you can eat some mm-hmm. dust before you start. Give that yeah, dust power. Dust sandwich. You could eat some of that lemon CBD balm. Nearly finished that already. Have you? <laughs> Put the whole lot on my neck. Slathered the whole fucking tub on. I had that on my neck, man. I was like, oh, lemony. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's the lemons. Those yeah. lemons. Oh, baby, those lemons. They'll get you. I've got yeah, skinned on my neck from those stupid high bar squats. Yeesh. It's all skinned up. Ouch. It's all right, mate. Cool. It's all right. All right, dude. I think I'm going to wrap this one up because I am done. Cool. Bushwhacked. Let's get some sleep. Right. We talk about sleep enough. We should actually get some. Yeah, we should actually get some. I'm going to get some tonight as well. Get some. Let's see how we go tomorrow. Cool. Well, I video my stuff today. I'll video my stuff tomorrow. Yeah. Once we've well, got the one sixty for eight, and to keep up with you, oh my god, it's where it all starts to go wrong. Yeah. It's when the bad. wheels start to fall off. Yeah. We'll see one, how that one fifty seven for nine. Yeah, like I said, 160 for eight. Oh, 157 for nine. Well, I did 158 for eight. Okay. 
165 even. I'm not doing nine. Eight. Eight's enough. <laughs> doing nine. See, if I, if I can get six, that'd be awesome. I'm going to see how I go on the way up to it. Yeah. I think that uh, even if I could get 150 for something, 150 or something like that would be all right, actually. Well, nudge me into the one X. Because what, what I based it off was that last time I did a, a proper deadlift, I pulled 180 on 182 something like that but it was mm-hmm. horrible it was mm-hmm. horrific mm-hmm. so then i will put my max at 170 so i've been working off a 170 max so that's why it seems a bit of a jump to go to 160 yeah so what i should actually do is just be patient but i'm not very patient but i'll try try and not touch the cables together <laughs> this is ultimate this is where am i going to go i'm going to go this way See if we can touch the cables together. Can you get onto that side of the? No, screen? you have to go the other way, though. No, this is okay. right. No, 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 no. You do do the other hand, dude. We had this okay. before, didn't we? <laughs> Ready? Because <laughs> <laughs> on my screen, we're both pointing. I, yeah, it works the other way. We had this with the "I'm with stupid" thing. <laughs> That's so funny. That was awesome. Stupid. Cool. Right, I've got to go, mate. All right. I'm going to fucking... Yep, no worries. Speak to you later. Fall asleep. Bye. 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 Wait.